Buenos dias. Welcome to the Barely Athletic Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host, Brian the Boom Corgan, joined as always by Andrew, the diabetic Dynamo Dobes, and Brendan, the producer Pika. We are here to break down week two of the NFL fantasy football season. I'm excited. I'm assuming you guys are as well. Always. Y- yeah. <laughs> always. That was a very definite answer from, from Brendan there. I, <laughs> short, sweet. Yes. Simple, simple. I am? Simple answer. <laughs> yeah. Well, guys, we are going to do a preview of week two. Uh, I'm pretty excited to jump right into it. Uh, before it. we start the games, anything you guys want to say? Hello. All right. That, that was stupid. <laughs> so like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> that was super lame. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that, that's dumb. Just put me on the spot. I don't know. Just, well, it's a good first you. week. Yeah, Week two is going to be even better. Andrew, I like yeah. your spirit, uh, but you. not your brain. Uh, nah. week, <laughs> starting off week two, uh, let's dive into the Thursday night football game. We have the Cincinnati Bengals taking on the Cleveland Browns in the battle for Ohio. And really, no matter who wins, they lose. <laughs> yeah, playing in Ohio. <laughs> oh, dude, uh, that is we ripped joke. on Ohio last week. We're doing it again this week. Oh, they make it so easy. Yeah. Make it so easy. My apologies to everyone in Ohio. Uh, we'll start with the Cincinnati Bengals. Joe Burrow, I'm curious to see. Last week, you know, he wasn't bad. You know, we'll, we'll go that far. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say he was particularly good either. You know, he did have opportunities. Um, there was a, a close play where A.J. Green almost scored a touchdown. That obviously would have helped Joe Burrow's overall numbers. I'm curious, if you were starting a franchise tomorrow, would you yeah. rather have Baker Mayfield or Joe Burrow as your quarterback? I'll go Joe Burrow. Just because of the unknown or something definitively better it's, than Baker? It, it's because of the unknown. Because Baker, it, he's going down. If, <laughs> if you think of Baker's career as a graph, Ugh. it's not looking good. It's going full Titanic. It's going full Titanic, uh... Last game really showed that it's just the same old Cleveland Browns. Um, there was no, there's nothing exciting about that. What was exciting is a little bit of spark in Joe Burrow when he ran it in for a touchdown. I was like, okay, <laughs> this could be something. But then you know he threw an interception, and uh, and they lost the game. But I would go Joe, Joe Burrow just because in my head I think there's more potential. Yeah, no, I get it. Uh, as far as fantasy options, Joe Burrow, I'm not recommending starting. Uh, if you're in a two-quarterback league, maybe. But if you're in a one-quarterback league, I, I would pass on Joe Burrow. Yeah. Uh, Joe Mixon, you know, he had a little bit of a rough week last week. Um, but I, I really think he'll be able to do some damage this week against the Cleveland Browns. Absolutely. Um, you know, these these are two teams that know each other very well. I think Joe Mixon is a excellent option. And really... You know, running the ball and letting Joe Burrow get comfortable is, I think, going to be as close to a winning game plan as yeah. they can get. Uh, Andrew, I'm curious, mm-hmm. AJ Green, Tyler Boyd, you know, how do you feel about both of these options? Uh, just Green for me this week. Just Green. Uh, I like the way he looked better last game. Joe Burrow seems to have a better connection with Green. Um, Green was targeted more, and I would say, I would say, put him in that flex position. High end flex going up against a not so great Cleveland Browns. Yeah, no, I think that's a great, great pick. Uh, AJ Green does look a lot better than I think anybody remembers. It's been years since we've seen him. 
um, you know, there's a real chance he turns into a strong wide receiver too. You know, I, I think this Bengals team isn't in a great position uh, to lead a lot of games. So, this you know, A.J. Green's he's going to have opportunities. And typically those rookie quarterbacks really lock in uh, on a target. Uh, and that very well could be A.J. Green. And it most likely very well should be. Uh, I'm with you. I'm avoiding Tyler Boyd if I can. A.J. Green I would have as a wide receiver three, wide receiver two, if I can help it. Yeah. Really, other than that, um, no tight end, no defense. I think it really is A.J. Green and Joe Mixon. Yep. Mixon should have a heck of a game. Yes. Yeah, I'm excited to see how that goes. Great game. Uh, Over to the Browns side of the ball. Uh, This is a team that's really overflowing with talent and just does not seem to know how to use it. Starting with the quarterback position. You know, I, I do think Baker has a decent game here. You know, I think you can expect 18 to 22 fantasy football points in the standard four point for passing touchdown. Uh, nothing sexy, nothing super exciting, enough to get the job done. Um, you know, I'm trying to think as far as running game, Nick Chubb had a rough week last week. You know, people are freaked out from the Kareem Hunt, Nick Chubb uh, backfield breakdown. And with Kareem Hunt's new deal, you know, he is in Cleveland for the foreseeable future. I think this is a much bigger or much closer split than Chubb owners were hoping for. Uh, and a, I guess uh, Hunt fans are a fan of. So Nick Chubb, you know, I, I think he is right now more RB2 than RB1. Um, but he is on that verge. And Kareem Hunt, I think, is a really strong RB3, low-end RB2 uh, with obviously great potential. You know, Kareem Hunt is a fantastic running back. Um you know, how do you feel about these two options? Yeah, I feel very similar to you, Nick Chubb, as a unfortunate RB2. And Hunt, I think you got to put in your lineup. He got more carries last week. He got more yards last week. Uh, he's one of those players, more receiver uh, receptions. So he, I, I would say start him as well. I got him at that running back three with actually a good amount of upside. Yeah, no, I think that is solid. I am a fan of that pick. Um, You know, when it comes to the wide receivers for this team, uh, it's gross. I'll just start there. Uh, Odell Beckham Jr. struggled last season. He did have 10 targets. That is awesome. That is what you want from a wide receiver. Unfortunately, he just does not have that much of a connection with Baker Mayfield. Um, You know, the Ravens are a much tougher matchup than the Bengals are. So, you know, I am starting Odell Beckham Jr. Yep. I think he has a really good week, and I think he's a wide receiver too this week. You know, if he's getting this peppered with targets, 10 targets, I think think they can make this happen. I think Baker will rely on Odell Beckham Jr., especially because Jarvis Landry is questionable. Yeah. Uh, David Njoku is on IR, so it's really Austin Hooper. Odell Beckham Jr. uh, and the running backs as receiving options. So I do think Odell Beckham Jr. has a nice week here. Yeah, as most of you know, I'm not the biggest Odell Beckham fan when it comes to fantasy. Uh, But this should be the week where you should play him with confidence. Like you said, with Landry being injured and Joku out, um, just all heads are turned on, on OBJ. So coming from me saying start Odell Beckham, that means he should have a good game. I like it. These two teams, give me the Browns. Give me the Bengals. Give Andrew, the Bengals. I like I, it, man. Ooh, I should, we got I should a split say, already. We should mention that you won last week. I should just oh, say that. 
Oh, Andrew, you I, are such a gentleman. I, I would never have done up. that for I you. I gotta bring it up if you missed the um if you missed the recap episode that we did when I mentioned it. We just gotta stay on stay on track. I'm gonna win it this week though. I'm not really that worried. So Oh, okay. You should be. Because oh, I am not on chance. fire. I mean, it one. didn't seem like you were very worried last weekend you lost. Nah, I took some Bad. risks. <laughs> I took some risks, but, you know, it didn't pay off. Oh, man. Well, we'll yeah. see this week. Uh, and I think there's a really good chance the Bengals do win. Uh, Joe Burrow is a big question mark, and the Browns are that bad. So we will see. Uh, next up, we have the New York Fighting Giants taking on Fighting the Chicago Giants. Bears, starting with the Giants. Last week, you know, there was a lot of good. Uh, and a lot of bad. Unfortunately, the Giants had to face off against Pittsburgh, who I think has a pretty good case to be the best defense uh, in, the, yeah. in the NFL this season. They're already- and they proved it by completely shutting down Saquon Barkley. Um, you know, we're not going to get too cute with this. You're starting Barkley. Um, you know, when it comes to wide receivers, uh, Slayton had a huge game last week against the Steelers. Do you think he can do that again? Or where do you think he, he is? In the grand scheme of things. Yeah, I, I like him. I think he's the number one option for New York. And Golden Tate, still questionable. So I would I would play uh, Slayton this week. He's the uh, number one option. Any interest in Shepard? No. Not yet. Okay. <laughs> Not yet. I the, <laughs> Really, it's only uh, it's only Slayton that that I would have faith in right now. I mean, Shepard had a decent game, same amount of receptions as Slayton. Slayton just had better, better production, more yards and, and two TDs. So I think Slayton is, is the guy, especially in the near future. So I'm going to just say Slayton. If you really need to Shepard weren't, wouldn't be the worst flex, but I think there's other options out there. Yeah. I think that's a good pick uh, And the Chicago defense is beatable. And somebody I'm really excited about is Evan Ingram. You know, he had a rough week last week <laughs> against Pittsburgh, which once again, Pittsburgh is excellent. Um, but Evan Ingram, he had seven targets. He only had nine yards last week. That's that's not great. That's not great <laughs> at all. Um, but the targets he received were really good. You know, they weren't using him as a dump off. Uh, they really were letting him run routes. He had a big play called back from an offensive pass interference. They're involved. They're, they're involving him. You've, you see how athletic he is uh, on the play that was called back. You saw his speed. You saw his athleticism. You know, I really like Ingram. I think he's going to really wow some people this season if he is able to stay healthy. Seven targets, that's awesome. And I think Danny Dimes, we've seen him take big throws. Mm-hmm. Last week it was Slayton. Uh, and like I keep saying, Evan Ingram last week had a bunch of really good opportunities. I'll, I'll put it that way. Um, he didn't make the most of it last week. I think against Chicago, he will be able to. I think Daniel Jones will have more time. Uh, and I think they will work harder to highlight Evan Ingram. You know, he is a difference maker. And especially this week, I think he is going to show the world who he is and what he can do. Yeah, that that's well said. I like, uh, I like both those picks there in Slayton and Ingram, especially going up against the Bears defense, who are uh, definitely in the worst uh, percentile. In, in this defense, <laughs> passing defense, especially after a game against, like we said, the best defense in the league. I think in both of our opinions, um, going up against Chicago Bears should be a, a a better game for both Ingram and Slayton. And Daniel Jones, he's a very good streamable quarterback this week. Yeah, I agree with you there. 
Uh, over to the Bears side of the ball, uh, Mitch Trubisky so far has outperformed Deshaun Watson and Patrick Mahomes this season. Uh, I am obviously oh, yeah. being hyperbolic. Uh, obviously, Mitch, Tr- <laughs> Mitch Trubisky is not better than those people, um, but he had a great quarter of week one. Uh, he looked atrocious for the first three quarters, uh, but pulled it together and was able to pull up a whole game of fantasy numbers in one quarter. I'm not going to be starting Trubisky. I'm not necessarily believing in Trubisky. What I do think I saw is enough ability uh, to provide value to the other pieces in this Bears offense. You know, I, I'm sure you feel differently. Uh, you are not a Bears believer, uh, but I think Allen Robinson will continue to be valuable. You know, I think Robinson is a mid-tier wide receiver too. Uh, we saw Anthony Miller hmm. get a uh, touchdown last week. Granted, you know, I'm not going to say it was fluky, uh, but it really was pretty much at the end of the game, and there was a perfect pass from Trubisky, which, if we were being honest... You maybe get one or two of those a game, so yeah. <laughs> you better catch it. And and Miller did. So I really like Miller as a breakout candidate because of his talent, not necessarily not necessarily his situation. Uh, I'm not starting Miller. I do want to make sure he's owned uh, in all leagues because if go. there is going to be a wide receiver breakout, I think there's a good chance it's Miller. We just have to see if Trubisky can do enough to uh, keep it keep the dream alive. Yeah, that breakout opportunity is actually getting better and better with this whole uh, contract issue with Allen Robinson. So there's, he really wants to sign a new contract, um, but but there's a big dispute going on. So that that makes me really worried. I am a big believer in Allen Robinson, though. I did uh, pick him as a wide receiver to finish top five this season. If you listen back to our wide receiver episodes, so I really like him. The only thing that worries me is what's going to happen this week with this whole contract dispute so the only anthony, thing that worries me is trubisky <laughs> yeah yeah that's true so anthony miller as as that other option is is really nice so i wouldn't blame you if you start anthony miller this week uh i i don't think i'm gonna i would argue against flexing anthony miller especially against the giants defense who's very mediocre well they just um, got tore up by deontay johnson uh yeah juju smith schuster and big ben so I, I do think there's going to be opportunity here. Um, and once again, Jimmy Graham, you know, he had a, he looked alive last week. It's a, it's a weird <laughs> that's, situation. That's the way I'll put that. If you lost Blake Jarwin, you know, I think you could do worse than Jimmy Graham. Season long, I'm not excited. Uh, but Jimmy Graham, he should be fine this week. I don't think he will poop the bed. Yeah, sure. I mean, it's, it's the Giants, so we'll see. Uh, run game. What are you thinking? Yeah, if Montgomery is fully healthy, you know, I, I'm interested. Um, you know, I do I think he's going to win you a week? No. Uh, I think he's he's in the flex conversation uh, until we see him prove himself, but mm-hmm. he's going to get the opportunity. Uh, and from what I've seen, he still looks like a competent running back. So, you know, it doesn't look good because the Bears haven't been good, but I think there's a real chance he becomes a league winner. You know, I, I think... You know, the more confident he gets, the more this offense gets set up. You know, I'm curious. Got to work his way up. I'm intrigued. I think he will be solid at the end of the season. Right now, I think he is a solid flex play. Yeah, I got a little more faith in him just running back three. So, yeah, I would say start him as well. Any Tariq Cohen? 
only in a PPR uh, if you're desperate. Uh, I don't think they're really going to need him this week. So if I can avoid it, I would not want to start Cohen. I love the player, but I can't. I wouldn't feel good about starting him in any league. I agree. Uh, These two teams, Andrew, who are you picking? Giants. (sighs) That's a tough decision. It's a tough one. I'm going to go Giants as well. A little more safer bet. I, I wanted to be a little more risky there, but <laughs> it's Trubisky. To be honest, yeah, yeah. he we broke can't. my heart once. Uh, <laughs> next up, we have the L.A. Rams taking on the Philadelphia Eagles. Starting with the Rams' side of the ball, let's start where it hurts, Andrew. Let's start with the running game. Last week, That's we painful. saw a unholy combination led with Cam Akers, and Malcolm Brown. Andrew, what's your vision for the backfield this week? Oh man, um, it, it, it's it's <laughs> not good because Daryl Henderson is getting healthier, so now you got three running backs fighting for that spot. Um, it's it's hard to say. I want to say start Cam Makers, but it, Malcolm Brown's looking like the better running back, so I would yeah I would lean more towards Malcolm Brown over anyone. Actually, the only one I would feel the comfortable in somewhat comfortable in this Malcolm Brown. Yeah, I think it's a teacher's pet situation. Malcolm Brown had huge production last week, uh, and he didn't do anything to lose the job. You know, they they hinted at a uh, running back by committee with a hot hand approach. Malcolm Brown, he proved he is a solid player when given the opportunity. So I do think they will continue to work in uh, your boy, um, but I do yeah. think it is going to be uh, Malcolm Brown's backfield, and I think it'll be like a 60 to 70% share for Malcolm Brown, especially the high, the high value goal line opportunities. Yeah. And involved in the receiving game as well. Yeah. Cam Akers should be great. Uh, but you know, this, I wouldn't feel good starting him. If I no, can, I will yet. bench him and even Malcolm Brown, I, you know, I'm having him as a flex and yeah, you know, it could be a week by week. We'll see how it goes. Um, as far as wide receiver options, you know, Robert Woods, he's great. Keep mm-hmm. him locked and loaded. Cooper Cup had a disappointing life. week last week, uh, but I think that's an anomaly. I do expect Cooper Cup to bounce back. You know, last last season, we saw him be dominant. You know, he was a top wide receiver. I don't think he's quite that, but I also don't think he's quite what we saw last week. I think he's a, a solid wide receiver too, and I do think he returns to that this week against the Eagles. As far as tight ends, Gerald Everett is questionable with a back injury. Tyler Higby was somewhat, not somewhat, uh, entirely disappointing last week. (laughs) Um, You know, I have him outside the top 10 tight ends this week. You know, he really needs to prove it. You know, we saw him last season just absolutely go bonkers. Um, But, you know, you and I kind of thought that was an anomaly. uh, And most people did. But we didn't think he'd fall this far from grace. I do think this is a, going to be a high value opportunity. I have him at the, you know, he's a high end tight end too, uh, who could easily go into the top, top 10. Yeah. Yeah. I got him, I think 15th this week, top 15 tight end this week. So if you have to play him, if you got no better tight end, just don't expect a, a winning week for him. Yeah. I do think Jared Goff has a great week this week. I do have him as a top 10 quarterback. Um, I do think this Eagles defense is exploitable and I do think Goff will, will be able to take advantage of that. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else on the Rams side of the ball we want to discuss. Uh, I think the defense, 
I think the Rams defense is a really solid pick. Really? We saw Washington just absolutely <laughs> obliterate Carson Wentz last week. Um, I like Wentz, and it was kind of sad to see him get abused. Uh, I don't know if you saw the highlight of Aaron Darnold taking on that two grown men and tossing I mean, them aside. He tossed Zeke as well. Yeah, no, that I mean, he's just a monster. Like, I mean, you <laughs> threw him yeah. on his back. Uh, I really think Carson Wentz is going to struggle this week against Aaron Darnold and the other Rams. And this is a solid team all the way around. Um, I do think the Rams would be a sneaky defensive play. Uh, I'm putting my money where my mouth is. I've done this in a couple leagues, and I think you should too. All right, nice. Uh, Eagles side of the ball, still having offensive line issues, uh, which, like I just said, I do think will affect Carson Wentz and the rest of this offense. Miles Sanders is questionable, but he is expected to play. If he does play, uh, do you have, how much confidence do you have? It is a soft tissue injury, uh, the hamstring Mm -hmm. issue. Um, This could easily flare up again and, you know, mess up whoever started them. Uh, But, you know, if you have Miles Sanders, you put a big amount in drafting him. You need to play him. Yeah, yeah, I agree. You need to play him. And there's potential Miles Sanders can really have a great game if you look at the way Elliott played last week, almost got 100 rushing yards. He also got a receiving touchdown. And Miles Sanders is that type of running back that can run the ball and catch. So I, I'm i not going to say he's going to be a top performer this week, but I'm going to say he'll put up numbers that you'll be happy with. Yeah, and as far as receiving options, we saw Jalen Rager have a really good catch last week. Um, I'm not starting him. Not I'd yet, be happy no. to roster him. You know, I am curious to see how he continues to develop this season. I do think there's a solid chance he's the top wide receiver rookie. Um, but Ooh, it's week one. You know, there's going to be a steep pick. learning curve, especially because of training camp. Um, and because they need him. You know, they really don't have much. Deshaun Jackson is a shell of what he used to be. Um, Goddard and Ertz. You know, as they're tight ends. They are, they're yeah. still tight ends. Alshon Jeffrey, always injured. Yeah, always injured. Uh, I think Carson Wentz is going to struggle here. I would not be excited to start Carson Wentz. Uh, These two teams, uh, give me the Rams. Yeah, give me the Rams as well. I should mention the tight ends for Philly, though. I would start both of them. That's a hot take. It's it's kind of a hot take, but we've seen... They were both involved last game against a surprisingly good defense, and they were really the, the only ones that performed well. Um, so I would say start, uh, obviously Ertz higher than Goddard, but I would feel happy starting both. I'm confident Zach Ertz, uh, okay with Goddard. Would you start Goddard as a flex? Ooh, uh, I'm, I would not. <laughs> I would not. I really don't like most starting most tight ends in the flex position just because they're so touchdown dependent. Because uh, they don't get as many targets usually as wide receivers, unless you're George Kittle, Travis Kelsey, Mark Andrews. So a player like Goddard, it, I, I'm not expecting the same performance like he did last week with 100 plus yards and a touchdown. But I think that there is still an opportunity where he will get a touchdown this week because in the red zone, Carson Wentz is is going to look for the tight ends, Ertz and Goddard. So I I would feel more confident putting Goddard in the tight end position um, over a flex. So no, not in the flex. Would you start Evan Ingram uh, or Dallas Goddard? Evan Ingram. 
What about Giannu Smith? Ooh, Giannu Smith against the Jaguars. I would go. See, that's a that's a really good one. I would go Goddard. <laughs> Goddard. All right. Interesting. Very close. Very. All close. right, Andrew. And you say you pick the Rams? Yeah. Yeah, Rams as well. All right, solid. Uh, next up, we have the Falcons taking on the Dallas Cowboys. Ooh, uh, good starting game with here. The, yeah, it should be a good game. Uh, as always, the Falcons can put up yards like nobody's business. Matt Ryan had a great week last week. I think he can do it again against this Cowboys defense. Uh, Julio Jones, you're starting. Don't get cute. Calvin Ridley is ascendant. Um, you know, I think he's locked and loaded as an every week starter. Uh Russell Gage, you know, I would not be as excited to start him. Uh, I think he took advantage of a good matchup last week. I would not be excited to start Russell Gage, uh, even as a flex desperation play. Yeah, I agree. We, I need to see more consistency out of him for me to feel confident in, in starting him. I think roster worthy, yes, but but starting him, not unless you're really desperate. Because it could be another shootout. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it absolutely could be. And it most likely will, because any any Falcons game will turn into a shootout. So, especially against a, a top team like Dallas, that likes yeah. to choke against top. Teams, <laughs> really, yeah. they really don't like beating good teams. Yeah, that is solid. I I do agree with you there. Uh, as good of as as good as they are on paper, uh, they yeah. are still the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, no, Hayden Hurst last year. Yeah, well, there you go. Uh, Hayden Hurst, you know, I, I do think he can be a solid play. You know, as much as I like to tease him, you know, he is just the next man up. Um, you know, replacing Austin Hooper and what he did last season was going to be a tall task no matter what. Uh, I do think Hayden Hurst does still have potential to be a top 10 tight end. Uh, last week, he did only have five targets, only caught three of those. Uh, but he did look good. You know, he did have a, a really nice 27-yard catch. Um, you know, I if I can avoid it, I wouldn't start him. Yeah. I do think he's he's rosterable. Um, and if you are replacing Blake Jarwin, who was lost uh, due to an ACL tear, I think you can do a lot worse uh, than Hayden Hurst. And I did plan that. So nice. Appreciate the rhyme. Good rhyme. Um, Todd Gurley. Oh, for for Hurst to put things into perspective, uh, I would put him right above Jono Smith, right below Dallas Goddard. I think that's a solid place uh, yeah. to have him. Uh, Todd Gurley, you're starting. You saw him last week. He got the opportunity. He is the workhorse, and he did not do any limping that I saw. So as long as he's healthy, yeah. fire him up, Good. Todd Gurley, RB2. Don't need to think about it. Don't even think uh, on the Cowboys' side of the ball, they did lose their uh, their tight end, Blake Jarwin. Uh, very sad. He was a popular breakout option uh, and seems like a nice dude. So we are hoping for a speedy and full recovery uh, for Mr. Jarwin. As far as the other options, Zeke, start. Prescott, start. Uh, Amari Cooper, as much as I don't like him, I would start. still start him if I had him, which I don't. Uh, oh, CD Lamb, Michael Gallup. What's your feel on these two players? Well, it is it is weird because CD Lamb had a really good week last week, and he looked like a legit receiver. He he looked like he's been there before. So I I, I still trust in Gallup over CD Lamb just because of the experience. But I, ooh, man, I would say Michael Gallup 
wide receiver three, high wide receiver three, CD Lamb, uh, Desperation Flex. Yeah, yeah, I am right there with you. Um, you know, I do still like Gallup quite a bit more than CD Lamb. Um, CD Lamb did look great. You know, I'm not going to take that away from him, uh, but I will want to see that more uh, because he's just so naturally gifted. You know, it could just be he got really lucky his first game. Uh, I will, you know, want to see more of that before I determine him to be the next or the wide receiver two on this yeah, team because I Gallup, I think, is supremely talented as well. These two teams, you know, give me the Cowboys. Yeah, Dallas Cowboys. The boys. Uh, next up, we have the Carolina Panthers taking on the Tampa Bay Ooh, Buccaneers. Good one here. Starting with the Panthers. This was a good game last week from the Panthers. Um, you know, I know it didn't end the way they would have wanted it to. This is a team with a lot of holes. I still like them for fantasy football. This is a terrible defense, which is awesome. Uh, Chris McCaffrey, you're starting. Even though the Tampa Bay Buccaneers defensive line is elite, you're still starting McCaffrey. Um, McCaffrey wasn't as involved in the passing game last week, um, but I'm just going to write that off as, you know, maybe it was just the game plan. Let's see what happens this week. As far as receiving options, uh, something I was surprised by is how much more balanced the passing game was. You know, last season we saw a really, really heavy, heavy focus on DJ Moore and everybody else was kind of an afterthought. Uh, last week, we saw Robbie Anderson, Curtis Samuel, and DJ Moore be really involved. Uh, Robbie Anderson, of course, had the really nice big play. DJ Moore disappointed, uh, as well as Curtis Samuel. Uh, but with all these options getting so many targets, um, I would start DJ Moore with confidence. Absolutely. Uh, Robbie Anderson, I think, would be a, a solid flex play this week. Yep. And Curtis Just, Samuel is not out. somebody I would be starting this week, if I could help it. Yep, I agree. I agree with that. Um, as far as tight ends, any interest in their tight end? Ian Thomas? No, no, not yet. Not yet. All right. I not am yet. there with you. Teddy Bridgewater, you know, I, I'm not looking to stream him. I'm not in any rush yeah, to stream especially him. Especially not this game. Yes. Yeah, I agree with you there. Uh, anybody else worth mentioning on this Panthers team, do you think? Not, not really. We went over it. McCaffrey is really just the lead back and, uh, yeah, that's it. All right. Easy. I dig it over to the Buccaneers side of the ball. Um, you know, this was a disappointing uh, team last week. Uh, they did go up against a really good Saints team. Uh, and, you know, something that I liked about the Saints going into the season, and they were my Super Bowl pick, they have pretty much the same team that they had last season. The same cannot be said about the Buccaneers, who are a very different team than they were last season. Um, and I think it will take some time for them to find uh, find their find their groove. Find their we saw there. last week, you know, Tom Brady, you know, had a little temper tantrum uh, because they just weren't <laughs> on the same page. He went in timeout. He went on a timeout. A timeout. <laughs> oh boy, that was rough. Um, but yeah, no, I like Tom Brady. Uh, fortunately, the Panthers are a terrible defense, so there should be a get right game. Uh, I'm firing up really all the Buccaneers: Tom mm-hmm. Brady, O.J. Howard, Ronald Jones. Um, Chris Godwin, uh, unfortunately is in concussion protocol. He is questionable, uh, with concussions. You know, I know this is somewhat cliche, uh, but shout out to Stefania Bell of the ESPN reporter, you know, concussions are like snowflakes, you know, each one's different. Um, so you really, we can't predict if he's going to play. 
we can't predict that he's not going to play. We'll see how it turns out. We'll keep you posted. If Godwin does play, you are, of course, starting him. Mike Evans, I'm starting. Mm -hmm. Scotty Miller, you know, he's somebody that, you know, Tom, there's a lot of talk in the offseason about how much Tom Brady liked Scotty Miller. Um, You know, he sounds like a water boy for an NBA team. Um, But... (laughs) You know, he he looked he looked good, and he looks like a water boy for the NBA team yeah. too. Uh, but he had six targets. He got five of them last week for seventy three yards. You know, I, I think he was good. He did drop a deep pass from Brady uh, that would have made him the leading receiver for the Buccaneers last That's week. Crazy! So, that is crazy. I think Scotty Miller is worth an add, especially in deep deep leagues. Um, you know, can he break out? Absolutely. You know, I do think there will be enough uh, volume for all three of those options in this offense. Um, and especially if Godwin's out, I think Scotty Miller could be a, a top 30 wide receiver this week. Yeah, he's worth a starting spot if Godwin's out. Otherwise, I see him as a desperation flex. Oh, man, I would have him above a desperation flex. I think if, he would be... Uh, if Godwin doesn't play, then I got him as a high-end flex. Yeah, okay, I'm with you there. I think he's somebody that should be rostered and somebody that yeah, we should be that, paying attention to. That we can agree on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we roster. yeah. no, I'm excited to see what he can do. It's week two, you know, a lot to prove, but I think Scotty Miller is a name people will need. He could be this year's Beasles. Ooh, <laughs> ooh, don't even say that. Don't <sighs> don't tempt me. Uh, oh, not starting Rob Gronkowski. Yeah. I think he's droppable. No. Leonard Fournette, I am not starting. Uh, don't drop him, but I would not be starting him. These two teams, give me the bucks. Ooh. 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 I'm going to go with... Jo- Ooh, no, nah, that's going to be a stupid decision. I'm going to go Buccaneers. Oh, you're going to uh, surprise me there, Andrew. I wanted to go against you, but then I remembered last week when I was like, I'm going to go Dolphins because Bryant picked the... Patriots. That was a yeah, big mistake. That, that did not work. I, out I should that pick well who I you. think is going to win, not to That's disagree. How with this you. works. Yeah. I well, got to just. Yeah, normally disagreeing with me is wrong. So I certainly see where you're coming uh, from there. I think last year's score uh, can agree with me that you're not always right. Well, Andrew, um, you know, I want to point out in sports, what have you done uh-huh. for me lately? And all oh. I know is you got destroyed last week. That so. was last week. That was one. Anyway, moving forward, we have the San Francisco 49ers taking on the pitiful New York Jets. Starting with nice. 49ers, Brandon Ayuk yeah. is questionable. George Kittle's questionable with a knee sprain. This is that a, worries me. This is a gross 49ers team. Um, you know, they have a lot of people who are injured. Um, you know, Jimmy G, I think, is off the streaming radar. Uh because he doesn't really have anybody to throw it to. Uh, his main guy, Kittle, is questionable. Uh, they said Kittle doesn't need to practice this week and still play. That makes me nervous. If I have Kittle, I need to have an option on my bench to replace him with. Dallas I Goddard. think Jordan Reed would be elite if Kittle does not play. So if you want, you know, have Reed as your backup option. That's a risk. Yeah, Goddard would be a fantastic uh, replacement option as well. Uh, But really, the only person on this 49ers team I want to play is Raheem Mostert. Yeah, that's that's easy picks there. After what he did last week, I think he deserves a spot in your lineup. Yeah, that's easy peasy. For a good football team, it is pretty short on fantasy options right now. The New York Jets talk about terrible J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. 
Um, Le'Veon Bell, uh, man, every time I think about his giant contract with <laughs> the Jets, I laugh. The guy took a year off of football, got a huge contract, yep. and has not shown up even a little bit, and he's still getting paid. So I'm a top 30 man, running back. Bravo to Le'Veon. He figured out something special. He is an IR. He will miss at least three weeks. This is Frank Gore's backfield. The <laughs> football assassin, man. He just, what wherever, this? wherever he goes, he just makes it happen. So if you ever are working someplace and they tell you they hire Frank Gore, watch out because <laughs> something bad's coming to you. He's just going to be standing right behind you. Just... <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's going to baton you in the back of the Taking everything, taking everything that you're you're trying to work for. <laughs> Now he's got the opportunity. Yeah. So how you know, did Bell get injured? I don't know. It's a mystery. Yeah. Um, you know, I would not be starting him this week against the 49ers. Not a um, chance. But against a normal defense, you know, I do think he's a solid flex play. You know, as old and as not sexy as Frank Gore is at this stage of his career, you know, I think he's still a solid play. You know, he's going to get the goal line opportunities. Um, and as gross as this team is, yeah, he will get every opportunity. So, you know, I think he's rosterable. It's gross, but you could do a lot worse than having Frank Gore, oh, that's the lead running back weird. for an NFL team. It's weird. But yeah, um, I got to agree with that. Yeah, yeah. In addition to Frank Gore, Sam Darnold, gross. Uh, no. Jameson Crowder, you know, that's he my does. Man. Well, he is questionable with a hamstring injury. He is. Uh, He did suffer it on the long touchdown play he had last week. Uh, Richard Sherman was placed on IR uh, as well for the 49ers. I'm staying away from Jamison Crowder. Last Um, week, I I truly feel that was a fluke play for Crowder. Um, He should get peppered with targets. He can absolutely break one that is a part of his game. But uh, I would much rather roll the dice with pretty much anybody else other than Jameson no. Crowder. I'm, I'm all in for Crowder. I'm <sighs> all in for Crowder right, with a sell it to me. questionable run game with San Fran's top corner, who would be matching up against Crowder, out. As long as Crowder is healthy by Sunday, I'm all in. We got the um, rookie Denzel Mims on IR as well, which, I mean, he, he really didn't do anything, but that's just one less person uh, to compete with. I think the only other guy is going to be the tight end, Chris Herndon. I think he could, he can have a decent week. I don't think he's going to have a breakout week and, and, you know, be a weak winner, but I think that's a, that's an okay option to start. But other than that, I mean, what Brashad Perriman, who would you rather throw to Perriman or Crowder? Because I'm going Crowder. Crowder yeah, I'm with you there. All day. He had a great game last week against Tredavious White, over 100 yards and a touchdown. Put him in the flex spot again. Heck, I'd be comfortable wide receiver three. All right. Well, Andrew, you were very confident in Jameson I'm Crowder. That, man. And I can happily give you any Jets player you want. I have a, that's it. <laughs> don't, don't give me any others. <laughs> don't give me any others. Give me Crowder. I don't want anything yeah. to do with any other jets player no you make a solid point i see where you're coming from uh, i would rather miss that boat but oh, i certainly see you know you can certainly do worse than jameson crowder uh these two teams give me the 49ers 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 no doubt 
next up, we have the Broncos taking on the Steelers, uh, starting on the Broncos side of the ball. Drew Locke was better than expected. Uh, I'll give props to him. Got faith uh, in him as well this year. Yeah, I wouldn't say I have faith in him, uh, but I will say he has not made me hate him. So kudos, Drew Locke, on impressing this young man from Minnesota. Uh, Philip Lindsay, questionable with turf toe. Cortland Sutton is questionable, but plans to play. This is a this is a weird Broncos team. Um, if Sutton plays, you know, I suggest you play him, uh, even against this tough Steelers defense. Mm-hmm. Jerry Judy, no thank you. Melvin Gordon, you know, would you, after seeing what the Steelers team did to Not Saquon Barkley last week, would you be tempted to start Melvin Not. Gordon? Not a chance. So I, I'm, so when I say stardom, I'm talking flex. You're Would talking you flex anywhere in your starting lineup. I am not comfortable starting Melvin Gordon. If I mean, if you really, really, really don't have anyone, I would rather play Crowder and flex than Melvin Gordon. Yeah. <laughs> after I can, seeing I can see one that. of the best running backs in the league getting held to, what, six yards? No, I don't want him. <laughs> this on the ground yeah he actually did have uh some good receiving plays but melvin gordon's not squam barkley philip Lindsay is injured i don't want anything to do with this if, if it's the steelers defense i'm freaking out right now in the I, w- game. I would flex melvin gordon i think gordon's a good enough running back and i do think he will be involved enough in this offense uh, both on the ground and through the air I'm not excited about him this week. I wouldn't be thrilled, uh, but I would flex him at the least. Oh, he makes me nervous. Yeah, no, I'm. you're not wrong. He makes me nervous too, but okay. Interesting. I would assume for both of us, Locke is out of the QB streaming conversation. Yeah. Uh, over. Oh, I guess Noah Fant. He's somebody Start else worth him. mentioning. Start him. You know, we saw Evan Ingram get some serious opportunities against the Steelers defense last week. Uh, and really, I think the only reason he didn't come down with those opportunities uh, is because of his issues. Uh, offensive pass interference, dropped play, dropped passes. I wouldn't say start him with confidence, uh, but I would start Fant above Goddard. I would start him uh, above Janu Smith and a lot of yep. other options. Yeah, so it sounds I like we're on the was, same page there. He was the best receiver uh, last Monday night out of this Broncos team and with Sutton being injured. I mean, Sutton's probably going to play, but still that safety blanket with, with no Fant, I like. Uh, over to the Steelers side of the ball. Uh, this is a really impressive squad last week. Um, you know, granted the giants are not a fantastic football team, um, but I think they're good enough uh, to give people issues. Uh, the Steelers manhandled them. Uh, Big Ben, you're starting. I think he is a top eight quarterback. Um, you know, Juju Smith-Schuster, you're starting. Did Deontay Johnson prove last week that he is startable in all leagues? Star- not with confidence. I would put him as a... He's not a desperation flex, but I I would put him in a flex and feel okay about it. Okay, yeah, I think he's a solid wide receiver three flex option. Um, he was heavily targeted. You know, he, he impressed me. Uh, and somebody else that I think people should pay attention to uh, is Chase Claypool. He had a fantastic game, and uh, he had some great catches. Um, you know, I think he's going to be the Steelers wide receiver of the future. Uh, so in Dynasty Leagues, please pay attention to yeah. Chase Claypool. 
Um, but obviously in, in redraft, it would need there would need to be an injury for him to be relevant. Uh, but Juju, you're starting. Deontay Johnson, if you hey. are feeling saucy, Speaking feel of free injuries, to fire though, him up. Well, let's hear it. James Conner did not practice Wednesday with an ankle injury. Yeah, that's a very serious injury. A lot of people spent a lot of fab uh, free agent acquisition budget on yeah, Benny Snell. Smart. Yeah, Benny Snell. Yeah. Good game um, last week. Yeah, great game last week. Andrew, um, yeah. you know, if if Connor doesn't play, fire Benny Snell up as a, as a top 15 yeah. uh, running back. We saw him be really effective with his opportunity last week. If Connor does play, would you start Benny Snell anyway, or does he go straight to the bench? Man, um, I would, I would, I would still start him. Low confidence Ooh. flex, just because wow. Connor's dealing with an injury, and you know that they're gonna have to. They they don't want to push James Connor, so they're gonna hold back his workload a little bit. So Snell would still be involved, unless if I read that that James Connor is a full go, he doesn't feel any pain in his ankle. He's completely fine. Until I hear that, I would still do Snell. Wow, I am. That's a shocking take. I did not expect. Uh, if Connor is active, I would not start Snell, but I would make sure to have him if I could. Uh, interesting take. Uh, any interest in Eric Ebron? No, not yet. I am there with you. These two teams give me the Steelers. Yeah, Pittsburgh. Uh, next up, we have the Jacksonville Jaguars taking nice. on the Tennessee <laughs> Titans. I just want to irk some people. There, there's yeah. some controversy on how to pronounce Jaguar or Jaguar. Ja- so I, Say it again? Jaguar. Jaguar. Okay. So like Jaguar. A, like Jaguar or Jaguar. Yes. I, I think got we nothing. could also add in uh, Jaguar. Jaguar? <laughs> Yes. I'm pretty sure no one's ever said Jaguar. No, that's how they say it with like a British <laughs> accent, you know? Sure. No one's ever said Jaguar. Uh, man, Brendan stepping in with the, the must-get information. Yeah, I, uh... Okay, back to the Jacksonville Jaguars. You know what? I think I think Joe Rogan's going to poach Brendan for the looking up so. news. Um, yeah, watch no out, problem, Jamie. Man. Here comes Brendan. <laughs> Jaguar. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, yeah, that, that was enjoyable. Um, for the Jaguars. Yeah, it's Stockbomb. Uh, Minshew, I think he is in the stream conversation for quarterbacks. I like that. Uh, he proved last week three touchdowns. Yeah. You know, you're not going to feel good about it, uh, but, you know, he doesn't poop the bed. I think at the very not worst, yet. you'll have a QB, too. As far as receiving options, DJ Chark, I like very much. Um Chenault, LaVisca Chenault. I think he is a, I'm not going to say desperation flex. I think he's in the flex conversation. I like how he's used as a receiver and as a running back. Um, James Robinson. He was great last week. He got the full workload. He he looked great. Uh, Chris Thompson was an afterthought. He concerns me this week. You know, he had a pretty light matchup last week. Uh, the Titans are a little stouter on defense. Yeah, uh, they the got Colts a big are. man named Clowney. Gotta watch <laughs> he out is for a him. big man named Clowney uh, trying to get a new contract. So I am concerned about Robinson. I have Robinson as a flex. I really like him season long. This week, I think will be the, the litmus test uh, for Mr. Robinson. 
Um, yeah. You know, I think it's sink or swim. You know, I think he was an undrafted free agent. He had to have injuries to to or to someone ahead of him and have Fournette traded to get the opportunity. We've seen those players succeed. We've seen Aaron Foster succeed. You know, it's not unusual. Philip Lindsay was an undrafted free agent. I think this is going to be the test to see if Robinson is the real deal. I think he could be. Uh, I wouldn't expect a huge blow-up game, um, but I could see 80 yards, no touchdown, and be okay with that. You know, you didn't yeah. you didn't draft him, so uh, you, you really anything any free money. money. For him. There's no, yes. there, you're you don't have a lot to lose from from getting this man. So I I would I'd like him in that flex position, just because he's trying to prove to himself that he could be. I guess trying to prove to everyone that he can be that running back one. So going up against a, a good Titans defense, there's still a chance that he can have a a, a solid week. But if he had the same uh, week that he did last week, I'm I'm happy with a with an undrafted player. Yeah, uh, and once again, Lavisca Chenault, he is still widely available. Um, even if you don't want to play him this week, which I'm not, uh, I think he is a must own. I love seeing how he's used and I'm curious to see how his role develops as the year progresses. We have seen the Jaguars are not afraid of switching up their wide receiver ones. Is it DD Westbrook? Is it Chris Conley? Is it DJ? I'm just saying in past years, you know, it has been a huge conversation, so they're not afraid to change directions. Um, yeah. So I like that aspect of the Jaguars over to the Titans. Jaguar. How was it? it? I lost it already. Yeah, uh, it'll just be a fond memory. Uh, Derek Henry, you're starting. Tannehill, streamable. AJ Brown, disappointing week last week. I think he he plays well this upcoming week. Um, I don't think you. Yeah, I don't think you shy away from him. Week one was concerning. You know, I'll level with you. Uh, But you know, he he's a good route runner. He should get the opportunities. I'm still believing in A.J. Brown. Corey Davis, I'm not as interested in. He had a good week one. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see it a couple more times. Uh, yeah, I agree with that. Uh, John Smith? I think he's a starter. solid start. Solid uh, not even starter. fringe. I think he's a solid. I think he's top 12. Yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> I mean, I, I, would say top, I would say top 15 just because I like got her over John Smith, like I said earlier. Okay. But... I again it it won't I don't think it's gonna be a problem starting. I think you'd have a hard time listing off fourteen tight ends you'd rather start. <laughs> um but no, I certainly see where you're coming from. Uh, it's against the Jaguars, so I think there is a real opportunity here. Uh these two teams give me the Jaguars. Um, dang it. I was gonna go Jacksonville as well. I'm gonna go Jacksonville. Oh Sticking, well that's uh, a lot less fun. I was I, know. I was feeling pretty spicy, but I already had it filled in that I picked the <sighs> Man. Jaguars. Well, that was a downer. Right. Next up, we have the Detroit Lions taking on the Green Bay Packers. Starting with the Lions, Kenny Galladay is still questionable, uh, but he is expected to play. This is a must-win game for the Lions for their divisional rival. Um, yeah, man, <laughs> this Lions team. <laughs> oh, man, it must suck to be a Lions fan for so many reasons. God. There's so many videos going around this Ugh. week of, of Lions fans reacting to the to the missed catch. Just kind of cracks me up oh. a little bit. Makes Bless me happy. Hearts. Even yeah. though I'm a Vikings fan, 
there's worse teams that I can be a fan of. Just feels good. That's true. Very true. Um, Matthew Stafford, I'm starting uh, if yep. I if I have him. Uh, Green Bay Packers, you know their Great. defense is actually solid now, um, but you know it's it's in our DNA. We give up big plays. It happens. Stafford can make it happen. Marvin Jones, I think, is a heavy start this week. Um, yeah. Typically, the Packers give up big plays to wide receivers, and I like Marvin Jones' ability to do just that. I agree. Well, especially the injury. So. Yep, absolutely. Uh, especially with Galladay being questionable. Yep. Um, if Galladay starts, I'm going to start him. You know, he's one of those big play receivers. Mm-hmm. He only needs one play. So if he's healthy, I'll start him up. Uh, TJ Hawkinson, I think, is a solid tight end play this week. The Green Bay Packers are exploitable. A lot oh, of faith man. in your team there, huh? A lot of faith in their offense. Uh, defense, yeah. as a Packer defense fan, I can tell you, I will never be happy with <sighs> any lead the Packers have because I've so, seen them lose very quickly. What about the um, run game? Run game. Sort of run game. Man, I'm trying to think. Do you start AP? You know, Andrew, I, I had a hard time thinking earlier today. You know, would I rather play Russian roulette? Mm-hmm. Would I rather jump out a window? <laughs> okay. Or would I rather start a Lions running back? Oh. And I'll be honest with you. I started looking for the you nearest window. The window. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> uh, oh, man. Um, is that a yeah. no to starting AP? That's, that's a no. I am not Ooh. starting AP. I'm not starting DeAndre Ooh. Swift. And I'm not starting Carrion Johnson. All of these running backs should get a opportunity. And if I had to start one, uh, gun to my head, <laughs> it would be Adrian Peterson. Luckily, he got 17 carries last week. That is significant in the NFL. He's not an amazing player anymore, but he can still get it done. He's got more juice than Frank Gore, uh, who we are saying is relevant. <laughs> yep. So Adrian Peterson... Worst case scenario, if you have to start him, he could be a flex. Mm-hmm. I would not want to start him. I do think Lions are going to need to play catch up, and that is not AP's strength at this stage of his career. DeAndre Swift had a really painful drop last week. Um, I, I think they might be a little bit before they trust him in the passing game in big moments again. You know, I, I'm just I'm just not gonna I'm not gonna play that game. You don't want to you know, take the risk. One of these guys will have a great week. I'm yep. not going to play that game, uh, not with my fantasy team. I disagreed a little bit. Oh, let's Obviously, hear Obviously, Carrion Johnson is a big old no for me. Well, duh. Adrian Peterson, though, I think, it, uh, like you said, if you had to pick one AP, I would feel comfortable putting him in the flex position. Uh, and also DeAndre Swift. DeAndre Swift was the red zone running back. He got the touchdown, and for a flex position, I'm happy with that. Uh, also kind of involved in the passing game. Uh, so if he gets that opportunity again, I'm really happy. Like you said, one of these guys are going to get an opportunity. Uh, I think potentially both of these guys can Peterson with the yardage swift with the touchdowns. I would say I'm comfortable starting both of them in, in a flex, no higher. Wow. Well, Andrew, that's, that's a spicy take. My disagreeing a lot today. Um, you know, I, I'm not going to tell you that it can't pay off because it certainly could happen against the Packers defense. Um, but man, yeah, that's 
that's not a game I want mm-hmm. to play. So kudos to you, my friend with the huevos. Uh, like you said, TJ Hawkinson, solid, solid play. Over to the Packers side of the ball, no big question marked here. If he has, if you have Rodgers, feel start free to start him. him. Should Absolutely. have a great week. Adams is a heavy, heavy start. Aaron Jones, uh, Aaron Jones heavy, heavy start. Yeah. I am not starting Lazard. I am not starting MVS. I have seen this before. I have played these games with the Packers Don't wide receiver too uh, for about a decade. Uh, and really, after Randall Cobb and the Jordy Nelson combo, it has not paid off at all. Mm-hmm. I'm not interested. Uh, even if one of them has another good week, I'm going to need to see it multiple weeks before I trust it. Yeah. We saw it last week. MVS had the big play. He also dropped an... Oh, I'm sorry. I'm, <laughs> I was watching that. I, I was watching that heated. and I was like... The Packers had the same issue last year and you were yeah. ripping your hair out. Yeah. And just that drop, I was like, I just wish I can see... Like, I just wish I was there to see a reaction for that drop oh, pass. And Andrew, I have a like receding point, hairline. My hair is yeah. precious at this point. Yeah. And watching MVS makes me rip it out. So that's that's on I, him. I do agree. Um, just the 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 top three guys on the Packers. That's the only guys I would trust so far. Need to see more consistency from the wide receiver twos for me to have faith in them. But um, yeah, they're easy. I'm easy. going Packers for the win. I like it. Uh, no tight end of interest for no, the Packers no. just yet. No. Uh, give me the Packers yep. as well. Packers Starting at two and zero. Super Bowl. Here we come. Uh, Boom. I like that. I do a lot. Next up, we have the Buffalo Bills taking on the Miami Dolphins. The Bills look like the best team in this conference. I am. Uh, they are a very it's improved. Really not a surprise. <laughs> it's we, a little bit of a surprise. Uh, Did you not predict the Bills being top AFC in the AFC uh, East? Oh, I'll be. I'll be frank with you, Andrew. I do yeah. not remember. It's on I can our website. Tell you it was not the out. Jets. Um, no, no it would have been between that. the Patriots and the Bills, um, but no, the Bills look great. Um, Josh Allen uh, had a high amount of pass attempts last week. That's great. You know, the more yeah. opportunities he gets, obviously, the more he can score. John Brown is questionable. Stephon Diggs looked serviceable in his good. debut with the Bills. Running game, it's gross for fantasy, but good for the Bills. So let's break down all these options. Devin Singletary, Zach Moss. Zach Moss, I'm benching. Singletary, I am starting as a flex. Boom. Do you feel differently? No, I feel the exact same. I thought you were going to switch it. No, no, Zach Moss. You know, he's Right now, he's their goal line back, uh, and he didn't look all that great doing it. So I do want to see him prove himself before I trust him. Singletary, we've seen him be effective before. I think he's going to continue to be effective, and hopefully he can punch in some touchdowns. To get some more, I guess, uh, I guess preference uh, when it comes to goal line work. But yeah, that's that's how I feel about the backfield. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think Diggs is a solid wide receiver three with wide receiver two upside. So you're yeah, starting him if you can. Wide receiver two. Yeah, me. wide receiver two. Yeah, I, I can't disagree with you there. Um, John Brown, big question mark. Is he startable? If he if he's playing this week i'm gonna start him just because of matchup going up against the miami dolphins i feel pretty confident that 
that he can uh, put up some points against this team. So yeah, yeah, he's a big play guy. I don't think the Dolphins are as bad as we remember from last season. And granted, they're not good. You know, their secondary is still not great. Yeah, we saw Cam Newton. You know, pretty much just himself do a good job against them last yeah. week. But I mean, Andrew, other than Cam Newton, who had a good game for the Patriots last week? Oh, no one. Exactly. Really, really no one. But that's that's Ooh. just to me the way they played. It's all focused yeah. around Cam Newton. Interesting. This is, all right. This is well, going to be they're, they're going to spread out a little bit. They're going to uh, spread the joy in uh, fantasy. I don't right. know where I was going with that. Everyone's going to yeah, have was, a decent game. Dark. Is all I'm trying to say. I'm uh, saying start start uh, any Buffalo Bills. I like Josh Allen. I like both oof. wide receivers. I wish I could say Cole Beasley, but I can't. Nope. Uh, yeah, Devin Singletary. Hold on on Zach Moss. All right, I can uh, get on board with that. Uh, over to the Dolphins side of the ball. This is gross. This is not a good matchup. The Dolphins are coming off a rough offensive outing last week. Ryan Fitzpatrick, no thank you. Uh, nope. This defense for the Bills is no joke, and this Dolphins team looks lost. Devontae Parker is still questionable. If he does start, I am not starting him. Not a chance, no. Uh, Preston Williams, uh, even if Parker does play, Tredavious White on Parker. Still not interested in Williams. I really like Williams season long, uh, but not this week. (laughs) Um, As far as run game, pass. Not yet, yeah. Yeah, I'm not starting anybody, and (laughs) that even goes for Mike Gesicki. So, no thank you. This Bills game, I'm just passing on all Dolphins. Yeah, no Dolphins. Easy. All right, man. This is uh, this is getting getting easy. Give me the Bills as well. No surprise. I may or may not have already put it in. Oh, that's. I think that's a pretty safe one there, Andrew. Yeah, that was a safe one. Next up, we have the Minnesota Vikings taking on the Indianapolis Colts with overrated quarterback bowl. Hey, Uh, hey! I saw a really funny cartoon, uh, and listeners probably won't care about this. as people may be familiar, there was looting going on in Minnesota uh, due to a recent social unrest. And I saw a very funny meme about uh, even the looters left <laughs> the Kirk Cousin jerseys. Jesus, man. <laughs> oh. It was so funny. It's, see, Nobody in Minnesota is, likes Kirk Cousins. The issue is it's hard to argue with the performance. Lad. I mean, He's good. He's been a good stat. quarterback. He's a Nobody good quarterback. in Minnesota likes Kirk Cousins. He's a good quarterback, and I've been on his side for a while. Oh, man. But so after funny. the performance last week, I Bless mean, you look his at his stats, and you're like, oh, He's he had good. a good game. He's a good quarterback. Yards, two touchdowns. You can't tell me that most uh, half of those yards – and those touchdowns did not come from garbage time in the fourth quarter. Oh, people liked Christian Ponder and Teddy Bridgewater more than they liked her. <laughs> no cousins. one, no, 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 no. I can't stand for that. No one <laughs> likes Ponder more than Cousins. All right. Oh, man. Nobody. Teddy uh, Bridgewater, yes. Yeah. Kirk Cousins, people would choose Kirk Cousins <sighs> 10 out of yeah. 10 times over Christian Ponder. So funny. Um, back to the fantasy analysis. Uh, starting with the Vikings side of the ball, this is a solid offense. You know, two there's two guys. Two guys that I'm starting. Yeah, no, can't complain with you there. I think Kirk could be a solid option for streamable. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know what you're getting? 15 to 20 fantasy football points. Can't really I, argue with that. Give Kirk Cousins garbage time, man. That's that's great. 
Yeah, that's that's money in the bank. You're starting Cook. You are starting Thielen. And outside of that, I'm not interested. Yep. Over to the Colts side of the ball. This should be a offensive bonanza for the Colts. The Vikings proved last week they are a embarrassing defense uh, and quite exploitable. So T.Y. Hilton disappointed last week. I'm starting Hilton this week. Mm-hmm. Um, Paris Campbell, I think, would be a solid wide receiver three slash flex. I'm option. really excited for him. I'm really excited for him this week. Yeah, Philip Rivers, solid option. Jack Doyle, you know, I think you could do worse. I have him just outside the top twelve of tight ends. Jonathan Taylor, slight injury, I will say, but it slight looks injury. like Doyle should play. Uh, Jonathan Taylor, locked and loaded. I think he is a this is his game high end RB two with RB1 potential, and Naeem Hines. You know, I think he is a RB2 in PPR, and standard, I think he's a solid RB3. Yeah, yeah, well said. I I hate talking good against Vikings opponents, but uh, really, I, I can't see anyone performing that bad. Um, I think this is going to be Taylor's week to that he's just going to go off and... and show that he's should be the number one running back and uh dare i say it i think that michael Pittman could get a little bit involved not that i'm going to start him at all because that's a risky prediction but i think there's a chance for a Pittman could get more, more involved in this offense yeah no i think that is a solid solid expectation these two teams give me the colts you son of a bitch yeah give me the colts Uh, oh andrew what happened to your vikings my man what happened to the vikings did i can go on a whole rant about this but i'm not we just got rid of all of our secondary i just i love every year all you hear minnesota this is our year this is our year that but who's who's actually saying that everybody who's everybody i've not once heard it from actual vikings fans Next up, we have the sit inside and refresh Roto World the entire. And that was before quarantine. Yeah. Uh, We next up have the Washington football team going up against the Arizona Swaggerific Cardinals. Is this the most exciting game this week? Half. (laughs) I've half. No, I'm exciting football team. I think this is the game I'm the most excited for this week. I am going to need you to explain that to me. Washington's defense, I want to see if they can keep it up. Plus, if they can't, Cardinals' offense is just going to have a field day. Cardinals' defense is so bad, Dwayne Haskins can look good this week. Scary Terry. There's, oh, man. I'm just, I'm not, I'm not confident enough to start Dwayne Haskins, but I think that this could be a, a, a ridiculously high scoring game. Interesting. Okay, well, let's take it team by team. Uh, with Washington, uh, I am only starting Scary Terry. Boom. Yep. Easy. All right, Gibson, if you have him, you are benching him and seeing if he yep. can develop into a actual uh, startable person. But for now, he is just a bench piece and just could, a speculative. I could see the argument for Peyton Barber. Oh, I could see the argument for it. You know, He did it last week. I would uh, say that's a dangerous game. Yeah. Oh, Andrew's saying start Peyton Barber as a surefire 
running back one. Not surefire. I would say flex. I heard Andrew say surefire RB1. Peyton yep, Barber. I said top. Not in that order. Top three. <laughs> um yeah you know that's if that's a game you want to play go for it uh i have danced with the devil that way before and it has never paid off so it's always worked for me man yeah it shows you're living the high life um yeah okay well andrew more power to you my pancreas to the devil for good fantasy luck (laughs) and he realized that you had nothing good to offer in the first place and (laughs) that's what you got in return (laughs) Hey, one last year, right? Anyway. Uh, all I know I is yeah. last week I had the projections <sighs> right. So. Listen, I'll give you that. You know, <laughs> past in the past. Uh, you did win our league last year. Yeah. I'll, I'll give you that. Anyway, nobody cares. Uh, <laughs> Arizona Cardinals side of the ball. Here we go. Starting everybody. Uh, okay, well, that's an exaggeration. List them. Yeah. Starting Kyler Murray. Done. Starting DeAndre Hopkins. Boom. Starting Kenyon Drake. Boom. End of list. Yeah. Boom. Next. So everybody. <laughs> yeah. Everyone um, fantasy relevant. I yeah, mean, you, no, I'm not going to start Larry. Not going to start Kirk. Kirk not going to start I, Chase Edmonds. Uh, not going to start a tight end. Yeah. Dan Arnold. Either. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. I. For me, it's Murray Top with three. confidence. Yep. Drake. I'm a little worried. This is a really good Washington team. Mm-hmm. Um, however, still starting Kenyon. You are. Uh, Heavily invested if you have him. Yes. Uh, And DeAndre Hopkins is a beast. So that's pretty easy. Give me the Cardinals. Absolutely. I like it. Next up, we have the Ravens taking on the Texans. I feel bad for the Texans. This is a really rough first two games of the season. Yeah, and they Uh, got Bill O'Brien as coach. Yes, I think Bill O'Brien is on the hot seat. It has to happen sometime. Holy crap. Come on. Oh, Come on, you can't. I've said this for years. It's like he's trying off. to get fired, but he just, they just they, won't let him go. Just won't get rid of him. It's like he wanted to like leave, and they yeah. they were like, "Oh no, you can't leave." He's, he's like, like an indentured servant. Then. Yeah, yeah I'll, just, I'll, just I'll, just, I'll just have him fire me. And then oh, he's just sitting man. at home, just like, "How have I not been fired? Yeah, yet? what else can I do?" Yeah. Uh, starting with the Ravens' side of the ball. Let's start with the running game. This was a pretty strange situation last week. J.K. Dobbins scored two touchdowns. Mark Ingram had a hugely disappointing week and did not get the workload we were hoping for. Going into week two against the Texans, I think you can start both of them. I have really cooled on Mark Ingram, and I've warmed up a little bit on J.K. Dobbins. I still have Mark Ingram ahead of Dobbins. You know, I... I need to see it more than once to believe that Dobbins is the new running back one for this team. I agree. Yeah. You know, still I, start both of them. Yeah, they're closer than they were going into last week. Um, but Mark Ingram, I have as a low end RB two, and Dobbins, I'd have as a, I'd have as a lower flex option. Lower flex. But we saw yeah. he's an effective red zone running back, so it could happen. But I agree. Right now, week two. Dobbins, low-end flex. Mark Ingram, low-end RB2 until proven otherwise. Yep. Wide receivers, Marquise Brown, fire him up. Should be a great game for him. Lamar Jackson, no doubt about it. He could easily finish the week as QB1. Mark Andrews, fire him up. He is a stud. Never been an easier decision. Other than those options, is there anybody else you would be interested in on this offense? Not yet. 
not yet. I mean, Willie Sneed's there, but yeah, not nope. enough to start. Not enough to start. There's a All potential right. that Willie Sneed can be the new Cole Beasley. So, oh, barf! You can you have just him. gotta just gotta wait and see a couple weeks. <laughs> uh, over on the Texans side of the ball, Brandon Cooks is still questionable with his quad injury. Don't even if he's me. healthy, I'm not interested. Um, even if it wasn't against a really good defense, I would want to see it before I play him. You're starting Deshaun Watson, even though I would definitely temper my expectations. I think he, yes, he's a starter. I think it's going to be on the low end start this week. I yep. think he's going to struggle. He doesn't really have all that many good options when it comes to receivers. It's going to be icky. Uh, and David Johnson loved uh, his workload last week. He looked great. However, <laughs> the Ravens are a lot tougher of a defense than the Chiefs. David Johnson, I would have as a low end RB two this week. RB two, yeah. Anybody else? Uh, I mean, Will Fuller's on the table, but it, it, he's been so inconsistent throughout the years, and going up against a one of the best defenses, I, I kind of want to stay away from him. Yeah, I, I think Fuller would be a fine flex or wide receiver three to. option. Yep. It's but it's, it's definitely tough, but it's achy. No, it's Watson's got to put easy. someone, right? Right. Yeah, I mean He's he will put, put up numbers. Fuller Fuller's got the ability to just have a eighty yard touchdown. Yeah, and the connection with Watson. I would say, you know what, you convince me. Go for it. <laughs> All right. Well happy to win that one. Yeah. Next up, we have the... Oh, I guess we need to pick. Uh, yeah, we're Ravens. both picking the Ravens. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next up, we have the Kansas City Chiefs taking on the LA Chargers. Ugh. Is there, what? Is there what a franchise? I'm just thinking about the Chargers oh, and how okay. this right. is a franchise. Anyway, over to the Chiefs. <laughs> what was their I'm question? taking it to a weird what place. Was their question? Uh, I'll get into that when we talk about the Chargers. Okay. Um, with the Chiefs, don't get cute. Starting Mahomes... Starting Hill, starting Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, starting Kelsey. I'm not starting any other receivers. Um, that's it. I mean, Don't know yet. Yeah. yeah, I mean, this is a team Boom. of elite options. You know who you're starting. Easy. Um, yeah, just Tyreek Hill. Not interested in the other. Not interested in Nicole Hardman. Just Tyreek Hill. Justin Jackson's injured, so he's going to be day-to-day. So, Oh, yep. wait, we're moving on to the... I'm, I'm skipping ahead. <laughs> you are skipping ahead, but Let's that's skip, that's skip good knowledge to, to have. Uh, over yeah. to the LA Chargers side of the ball, Justin Jackson is day to day with a quad injury, like Not that you, you mentioned. Start him anyway, but fair, fair. Um, yeah, my I was gonna say, you know, is there another franchise that's just done so little as <laughs> the LA Chargers? Uh, I, I feel yeah, so bad well, for him because I mean they have so much talent, but God. Tyra the, Ty, Taylor looked so bad last week. Yeah, I was going to say, it, if if you asked me this question last week, I would probably say Jacksonville, but they're actually looking kind of fun. They're looking exciting. So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, Tyra Taylor, Just uh, I was a huge fan of him in Hard Knocks, and I thought, you know what? Maybe Tyra Taylor can pull change. it together. He is a cool dude and a really good leader. Uh, football is not his strong suit, Ugh, man. Um, Keenan Allen, I think, is a high-end wide receiver three at this point, unless Tyra Taylor can prove otherwise. Yep. Mike Williams, you know, was listed as questionable, played, He's took some huge shots, 
made some fantastic catches. I think he's somebody that should be rostered uh, in all leagues. You know, if Tyrod Taylor can figure things out or if Herbert turns out to be a talented quarterback, there could be value here. Yeah. Um, Austin Eckler, not involved as much in the passing game as expected. I think that'll change. I think they need to have him uh, play in that role. I still like Eckler. I think he's going to turn it around. I think he's a buy low option if the current Eckler owner is freaking out. Yeah, well said. I like that as well. Anything I'm missing? Um, I Hunter think Henry, I, start. Oh, yeah, Hunter Henry is a start. You yep. know, we've he's a solid guy. We've seen it year in, year out. If he's healthy, you're starting him as a back-end TE1. Mm-hmm. These two teams, give me the Chiefs. Yep, Chiefs as well. Next up, we have the Patriots taking on the Seahawks, which Here is my vote for most exciting game of the week. Ooh. Uh, Cam Newton looked great last week. Granted, it was against the Dolphins, uh, but he did what Cam Newton does. He ran 15 rushes. He had two rushing touchdowns and a really good fantasy football day. Rushing leader, by the way, on the Patriots. Rushing leader for the Patriots. Aries yards, touchdowns. I am fascinated to see how Cam does with the Seattle Seahawks. Against a um, top team? Yeah. Seahawks are not a great defense. Uh, they can definitely do enough to be difficult. I think Cam will succeed in fantasy. Not so sure about real life. I think this could be an icky game for the That's Patriots. Perfect answer, oh. honestly. Well, let's hear it. No, I'm saying that is the perfect answer. He's going to do well oh. fantasy-wise He's because <laughs> he's going to need to play catch-up. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is weird saying the Patriots need to play catch-up, but he's gonna. he's really going to turn it up a notch this game or he has to otherwise he's gonna look like tyrod taylor so oh wow that's that's a diss um yeah, yeah. no i think i think belichick you know I, I trust his system cam newton i'm starting you know i think this is a, a good option for fantasy football mm-hmm. you know i i'm i'm not excited about julian edelman i would start him as a flex uh i'm not starting sony michelle for me it's just cam newton uh and it's Julian Edelman, uh, and I wouldn't even be all that excited about Edelman. Yeah, he's a low end flex for me. I just, I don't know. It, again, he's got a he, Cam Newton's going to throw to someone, so it's most likely going to be Edelman. But I'm not confident with that pick. Yeah, no, I think the Patriots will be a good team this season, but I think as far as fantasy goes, it's just going to be the Cam show. Mm-hmm. Uh, over to the Seahawks side of the ball, Russell Wilson is. He's a monster among men. He is MVP dangerous. You know, oh, I wow. QB third quarterback pun. <laughs> it might be. I, I oh, yeah, I'm tired. Put in, the, put in the comments what pun you like the best. <laughs> <laughs> and the correct answer is none of them. Um, yeah, no, Russell Wilson, locked and loaded, elite quarterback, Tyler Lockett, and uh, I believe DK Metcalf. He can start. Yep. Gilmore can only cover one of them at a time. I do think the Seahawks will rotate in a way to keep Gilmore guessing who he's covering. I don't think it's, I don't think there is a clear one a, you know, I think Tyler Lockett is by default, but Metcalf is the better athlete in my opinion. So yeah, excited to see how the Patriots too. try to stop this team. I do think both wide receivers are going to give the Patriots headaches. So yeah. Chris Carson, fire him up. Both Absolutely. wide receivers, fire him up. 
Uh, Russell Wilson fire up. Not interested in the tight Done. end options. Not yet. Not yet. Uh, although I do like Greg Olson as a person, I would not want to start him in fantasy. Mm-hmm. These two teams, give me the Seahawks. Seattle Seahawks. The final game we're previewing is the New Orleans Saints going up against the Oakland Raiders. Here's the sad news. We'll start with the Saints. Michael Thomas is expected to miss multiple weeks with a high ankle sprain. Um, Thank you, Latavius Murray, for taking out Mike Thomas. That is so dumb. However, (laughs) thanks, Minnesota, for giving Latavius Murray a start. It all comes around. It all comes around. Um, I think that's really bad news for Drew Brees. Um, you know, I think Mike Thomas did a lot for Brees to juice up his stats. Um, as a replacement, I think Emmanuel Sanders is a solid flex. Traquan Smith, I'm not starting. Uh, I would roster to see how it shakes out, um, but it's you can't replace Michael Thomas. Um, Jared Cook, start. Yeah, yeah, start Cook. Uh, Alvin Kamara, I think Dark. they'll need to roll on him a little more. Uh, and we saw the Oakland Raiders. They're an exploitable defense. I think Kamara will need to shoulder more than normal. Um, and Breeze, you know, I don't, I would not start Breeze until Thomas is back. Uh, how do you feel? I agree. Um, I was, it's funny because he's, we, we, I may be talking about him. A little bit later this episode when we get into our yays and oh, okay. But spoiler, he's in my nays. <laughs> he's in my nays. All right, so. all right. Well, I like it. Uh, over to the Raiders side of the ball. Um, you know, this is the Josh Jacobs team. You know, he lit up the Panthers last week with three touchdowns. I do think he'll find it harder to score against the Saints team. I do think this team will struggle more against the Saints. But I'm starting Jacobs. Um I hate Derek Carr. I don't like saying his name. I'm not starting him. <laughs> would you take him? If if you were the Raiders, would you take him over Marcus Mariota? I would take a guy selling hot dogs oh, in the stands my over gosh. Derek Carr. I would tell John yeah, Gruden. I'd be week. like, get in there instead of Derek Carr. I would have Josh Jacobs play quarterback. I just wildcat formation every time. Just wildcat. Who needs receivers? Who needs a passing game? I'll call up Tim Tebow. Jacobs. I know he's looking for a job. There you go. Is he? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. I'll be happy with my oh, one man. season. Anyway, <laughs> um, you know, it's Josh Jacobs. As far as wide receivers, Darren Waller, you know, I know he's a tight end. He is a receiving option. I would start Waller even after a disappointing week one. Yeah. Um, you know, with wide receivers, I would want to roster rugs. Uh, Ruggs is questionable with a hamstring injury. Uh, He did look great last week. I do think he has a chance to be the rookie receiver of the year, Um, but it's not going to be this week. Uh, I want to see him continue to do it, continue to improve. When he did play, he was the focal point of this passing offense. You know, similar to LaVisca Chenault, you know, they really did try to find creative ways to involve him. And he's a speedster, so it is easier for him to succeed in the NFL using the natural ability. So mm-hmm. please roster rugs. I'm excited to see what he turns into. Uh, but for this week, I am leaving him on my bench. Yeah, I agree. He's a he's a one of the biggest desperate flex for me this uh, this week. 
Agreed. Um, that wraps up our previews. Uh, and we can wrap up this episode with our yays and nays of the week. Quick yays and nays. I'll start with my first yay of okay. the day. Ronald Jones versus Carolina. Hey. The Panthers were terrible last week and gave up a buttload of points to Josh Jacobs. Ronald Jones is no Josh Jacobs. However, I do think the Buccaneers will have a comfortable lead against the Panthers. Uh, and they showed last week, you know, they're they're committed to Ronald Jones. He had 17 rushes last week, two pass attempts his direction. He should be solid. You know, this is a marshmallow matchup. Uh, and I really do think Jones can be effective. You know, I think he is a RB2 this week, and he should get some damage done against this Panthers team. All right, my first yay, I've talked about him earlier. I talked about him last week a little bit. Jameson Crowder, sounding like a broken record. Jameson Crowder put up great numbers last week against Tredavious White. Now he's going up against San Fran, who are, who's missing Richard Sherman. Uh, this team, Jets team, is riddled with injuries. Don't have that well of a run game. Really no other receivers. Crowder is really just the main man. And uh, I think he can put up great flex options, dare I say, wide receiver three with even wide receiver two upside this week. I hate your pick and yeah, you I know as you a do. person. Uh, yeah. My next yay is Evan Ingram versus Chicago. Uh, Evan Ingram disappointed last week, but he did have seven targets, had a big play called back, and he had good opportunities. You know, I think he just needed to, you know, shake off the rust coming back from injury uh, and, you know, just keep developing that connection with Danny Dimes. I do think once they piece it together, he will be a force to be reckoned with. And dare I say, I think he could be, I think he could finish the season as tight end three. Uh, truly um that's a bold bold call and the lot has to go like his it. way but he has the athletic ability like and danny dimes uh daniel jones he is a he's a gunslinger you know he takes those chances and as fantasy players that's what we need we saw that last week other than slayton somebody has to be there catching passes and they really did try hard to involve evan ingram it was a rough matchup against the Steelers last week. It gets a lot cushier this week. I think Evan Ingram breaks out this week and will shock a lot of people with what he can do. All right, my next pick. It's really weird saying this, but I'm going to go with a streamable quarterback, Aaron Rodgers. Oh, my God. Aaron Rodgers. Oh, wow, Andrew. Your yeah. stream of the week is Hall of Fame quarterback Aaron <laughs> Rodgers, who uh, just yeah. had a crazy amount of points last week. That's why you stream him compared God, to him last year. Last bastard. year, he oh my was God. only on like 20% of teams by the end of the season. What's your feeling about Christian McCaffrey this week? Should I stream him? Aaron Rodgers has been going undrafted in half these Get leagues this out season. out of here. Going Aaron Rodgers against the Detroit Lions that made Mitch Trubisky look like Pat Mahomes, um, not that he is, but that was just the one week. Uh, there is just an insane connection between Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams is going to have another heck of a week. So Aaron Rodgers, streamable quarterback, because he's not in a lot of leagues, surprisingly. Once again, I, I hate you and your picks. Oh, you um, hate me picking Aaron Rodgers? That's such an obvious play, because he is the best quarterback to ever play the game. <laughs> Well, I would go 
for example, I would go Aaron Rodgers. I know this isn't obvious to you, but Aaron Rodgers over Drew Brees. But people, most of the time, would pick Drew Brees over Aaron yeah. Rodgers. I would go Aaron Rodgers over Cam Newton. This week. I'd be more impressed if it wasn't off of what he Carson did last Wentz. week. But I'm with you. It is I think I think Rodgers is a fantastic play this week. Uh, in most weeks, uh, my final yay of I the week. This is a saucy one, uh, and I absolutely get where people would not be as big of fans. Uh, Anthony Miller, the Chicago wide receiver against the New York Jets. The Jets got tore up last week by Big Ben, Deontay Johnson, and Juju Smith-Schuster. They gave up three touchdowns to wide receivers. There is a big difference. <laughs> Replace Big Ben with Mitch Trubisky, and that is the Chicago offense um, and unfortunately, you know, Allen Robinson will command a lot of attention from Trubisky, and rightfully so. Uh, there should be opportunities for Miller, however. I don't think they'll be able to run the ball as effectively, and I do think they're wanting to highlight Miller. You know, there is a weird contract situation with Allen Robinson, uh, not to get too narrative-driven here, um, but I think the Bears want to show that they do have some leverage uh, because Miller is a very talented receiver. Um, I will say red flag. He did play only 42% of snaps in week one. However, he made the most of it. You know, he got it done. He scored his big touchdown. I think he takes a step forward. I would be okay starting Anthony Miller this week against the Giants. There you go. All right. Mine is going to be a nice, easy one. Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor is going to have a heck of a Are week this week. Are you freaking serious? Oh, my God. Over Hines? Yes. I think this is going to be his breakout week against the Minnesota Vikings, who were garbage against the run. I guess garbage against everything. Uh, we talked about him a lot when we went over the Colts game and the Vikings game, so this is going to be a nice, easy pick. He can be a, He could be a top 10 running back this week. Hey, Brendan, I'm sorry. I think hey. I got this segment. Oh, my confused. gosh. <laughs> I, th- I thought we were doing Jonathan, like I understand Jonathan Taylor was, a, was less of a fringe, and I told you that. <laughs> All right? But my other picks, Crowder and Rogers, are a lot more fringe. Yeah, I'm staying out of this one. <laughs> a lot more fringe. <laughs> I just picture you at like a Victoria's Secret fashion show. Yeah, she's a solid eight. She has a lot of things going in her favor. <laughs> what the heck? Oh, uh, Andrew, I just, man, you're something else, my friend. <laughs> it's a good pick. Yeah, no, it's, it's a solid pick. He should be very good this week. Yeah, I, I after, after a week 100%. where, I mean, he didn't put up a lot of points last week. He got a lot of carries, but he didn't do a lot with yeah, no, no. So I, I can understand like, why people are hesitant, especially yeah, if you yep. aren't that into fantasy. That's that's fair. That's fair. Uh, Andrew, I will stop teasing you. I yeah. apologize. We will jump into our nays of the Next week. My first nay is Andrew Dobius predictions. Wow. <laughs> wow. I'm just, that was pretty great. Wow. I'm teasing you. Uh, my first nay of the day, if I may, would be oh, David Johnson go eat some hay. versus Baltimore. Down by the bay. Oh, I'm getting loopy. Uh, David Johnson versus Baltimore. David Johnson looked great last week. Um, I would still start David Johnson. I'm not sitting him. But 
you know, I you might get a little punch drunk after what he did last week. You may think you have a league winner on your hands, and you just might. However, temper your expectations. Now, you know, I think if we get 50 yards and a touchdown, we will be happy campers. This will be uphill sledding. I am worried, not season long, but definitely for week two, I think David Johnson might disappoint. All right, I'm going to go with Devontae Parker. He's dealing with an injury. He's not having a good matchup this week against Buffalo. And Ryan Fitzpatrick, he might have lost all of his uh, Fitz magic, if you will. It's, it's really not looking good. Um, like we said, we're, we're not starting any Miami Dolphins players this week. Um, I do like Devontae Parker, but it really depends on the matchup, and this is not a good one for him. So no Devontae Parker. Yeah, I think that's a great pick. I also had Devontae Parker on my list against Buffalo. Between being hurt, between the huge question mark at quarterback, and going up against Tredavious White, who in my opinion is the second best cover corner in the yep. league. Um, yeah, that's a great pick, and that is one of mine as well. Uh, so I'll give you my final nay of the week. Uh, two in a row. Any Detroit running back. Mm. versus Green Bay. Mm, okay. uh, you know, I think Green Bay is going to drown the Lions in points, uh, and they're going to need to play catch-up. Unfortunately, that does not tie in well with their running backs. Uh, we've seen DeAndre Swift struggle with catching, um, and I know that's unfair to tease him for the one play. Uh, I do think he is a good passing back. <laughs> uh, however, Adrian Peterson, that is not his strong suit, is playing catch-up at this stage of his game. Um, Carrion Johnson, I'm not afraid of, uh, and DeAndre Swift is still trying to prove himself. So I think it's a game of darts where no matter where you hit it, uh, you're going to lose. So I would avoid any Detroit running back that you might be thinking of. You might be thinking you're clever. Don't. All right. Um, I went with something similar. I went any Broncos running back. Oh, which Obviously, Philip Lindsay is dealing with turf toe, and it's questionable if he's going to play. Uh, if it wasn't against the Steelers' defense, I still wouldn't say start Lindsay this week. But Melvin Gordon, a big fat no for me. <laughs> going up against the Steelers' defense after watching them destroy Saquon Barkley, I don't want anything to do with the run game against that defense. That is freaking me out. So I, I don't have a lot of confidence in any running back now going up against the Steel Curtain. Uh, and Melvin Gordon, he's good, but he's not like he used to be. I don't think that, that he really... I don't see a chance of him beating this defense. It's going to be a lot of passing for the Denver Broncos. That's an interesting pick. I can certainly see yeah. where you're coming from. Uh, I do have a question one. for you. Oh, Would you... Would you bench Melvin Gordon? I would. I would. I would. I can see where if if you have a crappy bench where you need to flex him. But if I had Melvin Gordon on my team, I would not feel comfortable at all starting him. Uh, James Robinson or Melvin Gordon? Robinson. I would put do a or I would do AP over Melvin Gordon. Oh this week wow yeah all right that's that's a hot take yep. okay. okay and then my last one like we talked about earlier drew Brees. that was a spoiler uh without michael thomas there that's a that's a huge downgrade 
Um, Brees still can do it. He, he can prove me wrong with uh, Jared Cook and Manuel Sanders, but I I, I think it's going to be a, a great game for Alvin Kamara. I think it's going to be a big run game. So, Well, Andrew, I think those are some solid selections. And that wraps up our week two preview. Uh, thank you, everybody, so much for listening to the Barely Athletic Fantasy Football Podcast. If you can make a small favor slash request, if you did enjoy listening to us, please leave us a review on whatever platform you're using to listen to us. Uh, it means the world. It keeps us going, and it brings this show to more people. So once again, thank you so much for listening. Uh, spread the word, share the love, and we will see you to recap week two. We're looking forward to it. Good luck, and we will see you next time.